Well, good day, folks. Welcome to another episode of One Small Step. Uh, today, I'm very excited. So one of, uh, one of our, uh, our values at our company is, uh, is uplifting our community. So it's really important for us, obviously, what we do from a business perspective. But if we're just doing it for ourselves and, 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 and all we're focusing on is, is our business, then, well, really, what's the point? Uh, and so we, we try as much as we can to, to get involved as much as we can uh, in community projects, community upliftment projects, and and one of those projects that uh, that we just love being uh, partners with is uh, is a an organization called Fight with Insight, and uh, today it gives me great pleasure to have a chat with Luke Lamprecht, who's one of the coaches and directors of Fight with Insight. Luke, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for coming. Excellent. Um, Luke, by way of introduction, would, would you mind sharing with us a little bit of your personal and professional journey up to this point? Well, it's, a, it's an interesting historical story because I was a martial artist most of my life, and then I got involved in child protection, and I got a job at the Teddy Bear Clinic for Abused Children. It was a time when the Child Justice Act had just come out, and basically that was an act that was there to make sure that children were held accountable for the crimes they committed, but in what we call a restorative justice way. So it's an attempt to restore them to themselves, them to their communities, so that by the time they're adults, they don't become seasoned criminals. And while at the Teddy Bear Clinic, uh, you know, working with abused children, you, I got quite stressed. So part of my stress release was to play squash. I was a comp uh, competitive squash player. And my partner actually hurt his knee, so I had to find something else to do. So at the same rec club was the box office uh, boxing gym that was run by Anton Gilmore. And I said to him, can I come back and box? So he said, yeah, well, you can come back to the veterans class. I mean, that was a bit... A, you know, a bit of an, a slap a, in the face. Bit of an yeah. offense to me. But anyway, <laughs> I went back to the veterans class. And at the same time, we were running a diversion program for young sex offenders. So these were uh, children who had sexually offended against other children and were sent to a program where you are diverted away from the jails and the custodial sentences into a therapy program. And I thought to myself, this is working for me to help me with my, my stress and, you know, with an outlet and so on. This makes perfect sense for when the guys have finished the psychology program, what we call CBT, the Cognitive Behavioral Program. It would make perfect sense that they have somewhere else to go where they can do something positive mm -hmm. rather than having, you know, this kind of I need to make right now I have somewhere to go. Because all I'm doing is I'm taking them, putting them on a 12-week program and sending them straight back into the environment that created the problem to begin with. Mm -hmm. We then got some support from Laurier Sports for Good then got introduced to Fight for Peace International. I was then sent to the favelas in Brazil to train on what's called open access gyms. And then we opened our doors to the uh, children of the inner city. Anybody who, um, anybody who wants to come, the doors are open, you can come. And we've just grown from strength to strength. Wonderful. Tell me, Fight with Insight, where does the name come from? And what are the main issues that you're trying to address? What is your purpose? So the Fight with Insight is the idea to say that in... Uh, in, we, we as humans all know we have a fight and flight response. So people who are constantly under stress have what we call a sympathetic overdrive, you know, hypervigilant. There's a sense that you're always in danger. And when you're in that position, you either, you either fight, flight, freeze or flop. So when you are confronted, like in boxing, that you're in a, a fight situation, that fight and flight gets switched on, but you can't just react. You have to have a plan and you have to respond. Mm -hmm. So the insight part is even though I'm under threat, I still need to think. So we're trying yeah. to make children able to respond 
to their con their circumstances, which is where the word responsible comes from, and that is essentially the where the name came from. The primary inner city issues that we deal with is what we call under-resourced communities. So those are communities that are not as well-resourced as, say, your suburban areas. So money is an issue, and what poverty does is limit opportunity. We also are giving children the skills to, and I don't talk about resilience anymore, I talk about resistance. We are giving them the, uh, the ability to resist the pull of the street. So if I and your listeners hear the word heelbrow, you'll associate it with gangs, drugs, prostitution, violence, etc., etc. Sure, yeah. And if you've got a teenage boy, because there aren't many boy programs, there's a lot of girl-child programs. If any average person who doesn't know the inner city, you, you say to them, where would the average um, fatherless uh, teenage boy belong? He'd belong to a gang. So I don't open a ballet school in the middle of heelbrow. I open a boxing gym so mm. that they can retain that rite of passage of stepping into manhood. But it's a rite of passage witnessed by adults, controlled by rules. You get to come to the gym. Then you get your first thing is you've got to grade, which means you can box. Then you get a book. Then you do a medical. Then you're allowed to box. Then you have your first match. Then depending on how many you win, you move up. And eventually you can fight like our boys for Johannesburg titles which we've won, Gauteng titles, which we won, and South African titles, which we've won. And one of our boys who started and moved to another gym is now fighting for a Pan-African title. Sure. So, that, you know, if you do not give boy children rites of passage, they'll, they'll create them. Mm -hmm. So that, that sense of belonging, we've created a safe community within the context of a under-resourced, unsafe community. Look, that's, that, that's incredible. I, I mean, I'm just thinking essentially what you're doing is you're being a father to a fatherless generation. So very, very much so. What do, you know, there are very few, we have maternalized care. So you know, the mom stays at home, dad goes to work and not anymore, but I mean, I'm talking historically. Mm. And I can be in a room of my, my peers. So psychologists, social workers, occupational therapists, et cetera, et cetera. I can be in a room of 200 people. I'm the only man. Mm. And the, the thing about the fact that men can't be, be firm, we call it the paternal function, that men can't be firm and caring at the same time is nonsense. Sure. You know, you can you can set very strong boundaries and you can be caring. You don't have to confront children, you care front them. Mm, so sure. there's 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 a way to still maintain what authentic masculinity without that being toxic, without it being patriarchal, without it being misogynistic. And that's why it's great we've got Sherry here because um, the female presence shows the way her and I interact with each other. We equals we respect each other. I sweep floors, I wash dishes, you know, I cook. In fact, I cook more than, than the women do, etc. because I really enjoy it. So we're trying to break down those, those toxic roles by showing that, you know, authentic men um, can be kind, caring, nurturing individuals, just in a different way. Mm -hmm. I mean, what are your biggest challenges here at Fight With Insight? Look, we, uh, I have a laundry list of challenges, but the, the biggest challenge is that we live in an environment of limitless need and limited resource. Mm. And also because we're a very cosmopolitan city, we have issues around the basic rights of children not being met. So our constitution, the first right of children in Article 28 is children are entitled to a name and nationality from birth. And some of our children, I can't get paperwork for them. As a result, I can't get them into school. 
I can't get them access to healthcare, etc., etc. So we have to create almost like a subsystem within where I get people into tutor, like my wife will come and tutor the one boy I can't get into school. Um, so he doesn't fall behind. We get doctors who come and do the examinations here because I can't get them into the pediatricians at the hospital. Mm. So, you know, we have to, we've had to create a subsystem. So every single issue that children, so health, hygiene, nutrition, education, all of those when you have limitless needs and limited resources, those are all compromised. So what we try and do is we try and mitigate all those risks to children's development holistically. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, what do your day-to-day activities look like? Okay, so day to day morning we come, we open up, it's when the cleaning happens, you know, prepare for the day, admin, you know, kind of fundraising proposals, meetings, going out and trying to help children with other issues, you know, around the city. And then Monday, Wednesday, Friday is the competitive boxing, what we call Fight Club. So that's for the competitive amateur boxers and we one of the biggest clubs in the country mm. and we're probably one of the best in the city and maybe even in the province and then we go um, on a tuesday and a thursday we do beginner classes but the beginners have to attend at least 36 hours of boxing and life skills so we've got educational psychologists and social workers who run the life skills class and you have to complete that in order to join the program to become a competitor that's called fit club okay so that's like a fitness thing we we then feed the children uh, six days six days a week and then we also, as you can see, you sitting in our library, we assist with homework and, and so on. Then on a Saturday, we have what's called a boxing boot camp, where we do an hour running, an hour conditioning, and an hour, um, of, um, and an hour of boxing. And then on a, every morning of the week, from eight to nine and sometimes eight to 10, we do boxing classes for children with autism as their physical, as their phys ed class. So we do phys ed for autism. And then on a Tuesday, we do uh, morning classes for the children and adolescents who are on the ward at Taurus Psychiatric Hospital. We're part of the occupational therapy program. Friday afternoon, we do green sites detention. We've replaced detention with a boxing class. Brilliant. So that's, you know, that's our, and then Saturdays when we're not um, doing the boot camp, we're at tournaments. Okay. So it's a six day a week gig. Incredible. Funding, obviously an issue. Where, where, where does your funding come from? Okay, so funding is always an issue and it's, and it's a moving target, you know, particularly when you've got an open access gym and whatever comes through the door in terms, because boxing's the hook, you know, we want to, to make sure there's good hygiene, good nutrition, good education, good fitness, good health, et cetera, et cetera. So the, the, because it's open access, your, your bar is constantly moving, you know, because you're trying to, to meet the needs of the, of the young people. So Laureus Sport for Good has been our core funder, anchor funder for most of the, the history of the organization. Then we have uh, the Oppenheimer Daughters Trust. They give us uh, nice money. Their offices are just up the road. They've been very good funders to us. But our really big money has come via Fight for Peace and Comic Relief from the UK. And they are our, then they're our anchor funder. You know, that's, that allows us to do the big work we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are your most urgent needs? Okay, so we, we need a variety of things. So people say to me, what can I do for you? So we have certain consumable things like you guys brought and thank you very much. You know, things like mouth guards, you know, that's something that eventually wears out, sure. you know, and wraps wear out, boxing gloves wear out because you're using them. Children need kit, you know, so anything you need uh, sporting-wise. 
The other needs is obviously food because food is a massive a massive issue. So mm-hmm. food is a is a challenge because our children are undernourished. We've got lots of stunting and wasting in the inner city, and then um, assistance with uh, education because that's obviously a very big component of what we do. And then, frankly, anything it takes to run a business. You know, so and I'm talking about a business where you, we need, comp- you know, like a laptop, a projector, um, computers, um, stationery, sure. you know, all that kind of stuff. And then obviously gym equipment. You know, things like everybody wanted to be a boxer and bought a boxing bag and put it up in their garage mm-hmm. and never used it, you know. <laughs> so if you've got any of that lying around, we'll happily take it off. Because they, they're also consumables. These guys hit these bags, they fall apart. You know, bags eventually break. Mm-hmm. So boxing boxing bags, um, boxing gloves, boxing shoes, boxing kit, you know, stuff to run a gym. We're not, we're not a big weights gym. So we don't, you know, we've got a small weight section because weights with little children are dangerous yeah. and they shouldn't be using them. So we are body weight gym. So, you know, those are the kinds of things we need. So it's things to look after children's development, things to run a business and things to run a boxing gym. Those okay. are the three primary needs. Excellent. And then obviously money. Yeah. To yeah. pay people's salaries because ultimately the people who work here are the people who are actually doing the work with the children sure. and those people need to get paid if they're going to do good work. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, if our listeners uh, want to get involved, how do they get in touch with you? Okay, uh, yeah. so I will give you an email address. It's my first name, L-U-K-E, full stop, J-C-A-F at gmail.com. Okay. And that's really the best way because then you know, I can send them the wish list. And I've actually got a costed wish list. So if people want it, I can send it out. And I've actually got the cost of the item next to it. And they say, I've got a thousand rand to spend. I'll buy that item. Brilliant. So, you know, when we send out the wish list, you mustn't think we're greedy. Um, it's just we're saying you can pick one item or you can pick five. Depends on what your budget is. Absolutely. I just want to repeat that. That's Luke, L-U-K-E dot J-C-A-F at gmail dot com. Excellent. And then uh, online presence, can guys find you on Facebook? Facebook, and, and is the best pla- Facebook is the best place to find us, Fight With Insight. It'll give you the times. You're welcome to come and visit. We're in open access. So if people want to come and train with us, please do. In fact, I encourage people to come train with us because I think once you uh, to use a boxing uh, pun, you'll, you'll be hooked. Brilliant. So Brilliant. please do come. So the times are on, the addresses on. And what's nice about the Facebook presence is it is totally run by our youth council. I don't touch it. It's amazing. Amazing. Uh, ju- just before we go, something I, I thought about now, while we were doing, uh, handing out <clears throat> uh, the, the bags that we brought, you mentioned that there were two guys here, two youngsters mm. who had started started up something really special against mm. uh, uh, gender violence. Is that is that right? So, what, so it's, been, it's been a fascinating journey. So there's four boxing principles, which is first impressions, shake my hand, look me in the eye, tell me your name so I can hear it. Then there is um, consequence to action for every, if you don't keep your hands up, you're going to get hit. There's compassion, be kind. And then there's moving forward positively, have goals. The social work principles, child and youth care principles are mastery, belonging, independence, generosity. So generosity and compassion cross over. So the social and the boxing side cross over Mm. around compassion and around um, really kindness and generosity. And these guys of their own, and they are of our poorest children. Mm-hmm. They are of our most disadvantaged children. Of, of the children who are here, they, of, they probably struggle. They're on the, yeah, they're on the, the lower poverty end scale of some of the children here. They came forward. They said they want to start a foundation. They've got a name for it called the Happy Day Foundation. 
they created a Facebook page for it, they created their own logo, they then went and raised funds, I mean raised product, sourced the product, found a children's home and old age home to donate it to, and went and handed it out and visited with the old people sure. and the and the babies in the um, in the HIV orphanage. It's, I mean, extraordinary, totally mm. from them, themselves. And, and they're really battling. These kids are how old? The youngest is 12, the oldest is 14. Unbelievable. Sure, that's special. Luke, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for allowing thank us <laughs> to, to come be a, be a part of this. Um, I'm humbled by by what you do i think i think for us in in business you often get caught up in in business stuff you know and and we don't we don't realize what people like you are doing we are grateful i'm sure the kids are grateful what you're doing is incredible and we hope we can we can help uh, going forward so the challenges come to a close with us on a saturday morning <laughs> i'm in 100 percent. we look forward to it great thank you luke great uh, so off the back of just having a chat with uh, with luke from fight with inside i've got one of the star fighters in so excited to chat with him joel liborte thank you so much for joining me bud no problem good man uh can you tell me where you were born how old you are and maybe a little bit of your story if you're comfortable leading up to today uh my name is joel liborte and i was born in the democratic republic of congo in uh 2000 where i spent um a little part of my life before i resettled to south africa in 2006. cool when did you join Fight with Insight? I uh, joined Fight with Insight in late 2015. Okay. And, and why? What brought you here? Uh, just, uh, you know, I needed a little bit of a discipline because, you know, I used to be getting, I used to get bullied. So I just needed a defense mechanism. And I thought that boxing would be the right option for that. So yeah. that's how I decided to join the boxing. Brilliant, man. Uh, what have you learned at Fight with Insight? And how has it affected your life outside of Fight with Insight? Uh, Fight with Insight has taught me a lot of self-expression. You know, it has given me a lot of positivity. It has told me that um, I could be whatever I want to be. You know, I could become a success through sports, through anything. So it just teaches you, you know, how to tackle life in the same way it's trying to tackle you. Brilliant. So you'd say the things that the skills that you're learning in boxing at Fight with Insight is helping you in the rest of your life. It is helping me. You know, I'm more in contact with people now. I'm more of an extrovert. I'm more competitive. You know, I feel much better about myself. It has just enhanced my self-esteem. Brilliant. So, so uh, guys were saying earlier, and I can confirm this, that uh, Joel looks a lot like Muhammad Ali, uh, who said he's too pretty to be a boxer. But um, uh, what are your dreams for the future? I heard something about acting. Uh, what, what does your future look like? Uh, well, I've got other aspirations other than boxing as well. I would want to be a professional boxer, but if that's not the case, then I think I'll become more of a criminal lawyer because I love to communicate debates and acting is another figure because I've always loved the theater you know I've always loved acting so if I get the opportunity then I think I might grab it with both hands brilliant brilliant Joel uh, I'm so stoked that you joined me thank you so much for your time and pleasure. I look forward to seeing you on the big screen in the ring and in the courtroom you will thank you bro thank you cheers, cheers.